Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, the podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times, everybody. Today's episode is just me. It's a little bit of a monologue. It's a rant. It's an inspired discussion that I'm having by myself together with you. And it's essentially the line in the sand. This is such an important note to observe, to participate in, if you're serious about building sexual integrity and reclaiming your life as your own so that you're not a slave to your habits anymore, that you start formulating the habits that support a life of freedom. So if this sounds like something you want, this line in the sand concept is based off of discussions that I've been having with real people who are making their own progress in their own lives. It's very relevant to you wherever you're at. So please enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Andrew Love here. And today, I just wanted to do this quick solo cast, this by myself a cast, and just to get a point across, because it's going to be a very short episode, but I want to get this one key point across that came through in my meeting yesterday with the guys that I help. We've been together now in a group for about a half, half, maybe a month and a half. Half, half, a month and a half. Uh, That's my hip hop kicking in there. And basically, it's such a simple point, but it's something that I think is going to resonate with any one of you who struggles with some sort of addiction or compulsion, some sort of habit that feels like it's spinning out of control. Okay? And that is this, that we need to draw a line in the sand sometimes. I know throughout our lives, we need to sometimes comfort ourselves and be kind to ourselves and love ourselves. Because if we're just hard on ourselves all the time, you know, tough love is just one dimension of love. So if you don't learn how to be soft and gentle and kind to yourself, that's a big problem. And it will manifest in kind of like a harshness where you're, we scold yourself a lot and you scorn yourself a lot. And I know a lot of people who are stuck in that realm where they just have no love for themselves. It's all discipline, no soft love. Whereas the opposite is true as well. So there, I know a lot of people who give themselves way too many free passes. There's a term in golf. I, I was like a golf champion in my own head for like a few years in high school. I actually really was not that great. But there's a term in golf that's like a mulligan. And it's like a free do-over. You get a mulligan. You get this, you know, don't worry about it. Just take the shot again. You know, I didn't see it go into the lake. Just drop a ball and take another shot. That's like a mulligan. I know so many people in their own lives who give themselves too many mulligans, too many free passes. Oh, yeah, I messed up, but I'll try harder next time. I don't want to be too hard on myself. And so really, if you want to grow as an individual and if you sincerely want to build sexual integrity, you must be able to find the balance between being tough on yourself and being loving and kind to yourself. So there's just like all important things in our life, it's not black and white. It's not so simple. That's just how simple people understand complex issues is it's good or it's bad, right? But that's never life. Life is filled with color and texture and all sorts of variety. So even in our journeys, we must understand that to hate ourselves or to just justify ourselves, neither one is very productive, okay? So that's the first thing. So I want to talk about this line in the sand and the practical way in which you can take yourself more seriously and take your recovery more seriously, okay? So here's, I want to set the scene. I was in the group yesterday, boot camp that I host, and 
I had one of the guys who's been making a lot of progress give a testimony in front of the other guys in the group. Just some basic points about what he's been experiencing. And one thing that he noticed is that it's his ego that prevents him from reporting his urges to watch porn or to masturbate while he's experiencing the urges. There's something in him that feels too big. Like, I don't want to tell these guys that I'm struggling to, even though they're in a group to overcome porn together. It's somehow, I don't know, belittling. It's emasculating to him. Maybe it's effeminating. If that, I know that's not a word, but it makes sense in context. So he noticed that if he could just push his ego aside and report, it helped him so much. And so this brought out this very important point that the key line in the sand to if you truly want to take on pornography and get rid of it, sincerely get rid of it from your life, then it is required of you to stop yourself from doing the things that you don't want to do while you're doing them, to be conscious of them while you're doing them so that you don't continue, that you can interrupt this habit that you have. Too many people I see get stuck in this routine of comfortably reporting disappointment to others. In the beginning, it's kind of awkward. Oh, I slipped up. I made a mistake. But after a while, it just becomes a bifunction of their relationship with high noon. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I meet up with some people and I report to them when I slip up and it's just kind of like a par for the course. Another golf analogy, by the way. I don't know what's going on here. I don't even play golf anymore. I swear. I'm not trying to convince anybody to play golf. So what I'm getting at here is the first real step of if you want to truly take this seriously, this porn habit that you have, if you really want to kick it out of your life, you first have to really admit that you're going to have to stop it. Because as we were having this conversation, another guy chimed in and he realized that actually as much as he wanted to stop watching porn, porn was in many ways his last form of comfort that he had. He'd been going through some tough stuff in his life and he didn't really have anything else that he could rely on to give him a continual ongoing sense of escape and comfort from the difficulties of his life. And so, you know, we can change certain aspects of our life, but unless we make that clear decision, that sober decision that I am actually going to kick porn out of my life and I'm going to take the necessary steps, that's the first aspect of it. The second is, well, guess what? That means reporting before you do the thing that you don't want to do. And I think there's so many people that get uncomfortable even hearing that. Because if I've ever had this conversation with anybody, it's kind of like, but that means I have to stop watching porn. And they don't realize that actually they've been unconsciously keeping porn in their back pocket just in case. This is the ultimate test of do you actually really want to move on? I liken porn to a blankie, right? Because little kids have blankies or they have stuffed animals because it gives them some semblance of support. And at some point, we graduate from our blankies, typically. I don't know any, any married people with kids who the adults have blankies still. I don't know. Maybe there's a subsect of society that, that has that. But typically we outgrow them and it's kind of uncomfortable, but you find that comfort within instead of something outside of you. Like a little kid, they need that a nightlight or something outside of them to feel safe. Whereas we're meant to work on ourselves so that we can trust ourselves so that we can feel safe. And the same thing is true of porn. So I would really urge anybody listening to Commit to the process of reporting 
that you're about to do something that you don't want to do before you do it and get used to that. Let that be your standard. And that could be social media, it could be YouTube, it could be Netflix, it could be whatever, but it absolutely is porn as well. And when you can start shooting for that as your standard, as your goal, as your expectation for your own recovery, that will allow you to go to a whole new level of sexual integrity. Because you're observing yourself before you do the thing you do, that means that you're slowing everything down. Typically, when we're in the midst of some compulsive act, things are going so quickly that we don't know how to interrupt them because it's like we're being swept up in this wave that has far more force than our willpower could circumvent or you know just avoid. But when you start to anticipate your commitment to stop short, then you will be able to slow down this compulsion and catch it before it takes you under, before it takes you in the undertow. Now I'm going into some ocean metaphors. So I hope this really makes sense. It's a really basic point, but it's the line in the sand that really matters. That line in the sand is committing to stopping yourself before you do the thing that you don't want to do and reporting to other human beings that that is what's going on. Allowing yourself the freedom to be honest with yourself and with another person before you make that mistake. And then start habituating that and you will see that you are building integrity at an exponential level. It's such a faster way of building sexual integrity than kicking the can down the street and saying, oh, I don't know what happened. I made this mistake or that. This is one thing that you can do today in order to reclaim your habits and start choosing how you act in your day-to-day life. I hope this was helpful. I will talk to you somewhere, somehow. Word. I hope you found that episode enjoyable. And before we go, I wanted to challenge you to take your life on, to take your life to the next level. And if you're struggling in any way with pornography, with masturbation, with issues of sexuality that just are not helping you at all. If you want to reclaim your life, reclaim your eyes and ears, your time, your energy, then take our free 15-day challenge. If you go to highnoon.org, you can find our 15-day challenge right there on the front page. Take it. It's absolutely free, no strings attached. We've designed it to help you gain some level of momentum in your journey of sexual integrity so that you can take the next step, whatever that may be. It could be to go to our deeper Ascend program, which is a 90-day program we have. It could be to reach out to that accountability partner. It could be to just take the whatever steps you need to take in your journey to build the life of heavenly sexuality that you deserve. So go to highnoon.org right now if you want to break up with porn and start to get engaged with the life of your dreams and eventually marry it. Doesn't it sound nice? So go to highnoon.org to find all of those resources and more. It's been a slice.